As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. It's time for episode 626 of Who Charted? Comedians discuss the top five barks and movies <laughs> of the week. I'm your host. Oh, it's, uh, whoa, Checkpoint Santa has been passed. Congrats. We're at Checkpoint New Year almost. I'm your host, Michael Cray, chart link later, Howard Kramer, and with me, as always, is Star. How's it going, man? What's up? Uh, that, think- that Wally bar cut through everything. It was great. It was oh, like- yeah. Wally was just so excited about uh, who charted. Uh, right on. I feel like we should address right out the gate why you sound like you're on a telephone and I sound uh, like my usual self. Yeah, we. I had a technical diff the other night where uh, I needed to restart the computer and it hasn't restarted since. Uh, because of Christmas, there was a delay where the shop was closed three days. The computers in the shop haven't gotten word back yet. Oh. So the only way we can do this is Luddite, or maybe not Luddite. We're fortunate to still be able to do the show, but we're doing it via cell phone. That's right. What uh, Any port in a storm, as they say. And uh, yeah, we're working hard to get these charts out to you, even in the holiday uh, madness. Uh, Back in the day, I mean, we would have had to do the smoke signal. We just send up uh, numbers, <laughs> right. letters, <laughs> hit the tom tom drums. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so uh, we can we, get it out. And we know some of you out there are dealing with some, you know, record cold snaps. So, yeah, seriously, the uh, the bomb cyclone has, has messed up weather and flights everywhere. Everywhere. It's crazy out there. Now, you didn't fly anywhere, but um, you're still in California, right? Yeah. I Yeah, I drove, but I am in NorCal, and it is okay, raining. So no, I can report no that. No after effect. No blizzard, no nothing like that up there. No blizzard, not not around here, not around these parts. But I was congrats on, on that. Thank you. I was on Santana I mean, Road think, today, and I can report that it was wet, but uh, it was wonderful. I was going to say uh, smart stuff because I think from us following the charts all year, we're able to see patterns and predict things. Right, and uh, smart of us not to East Coast, not to go <laughs> to the North, you know, Midwest. And yeah. we're just not dealing with any of those nightmares. No, no. Shout out to the chartist though, who, who did have to deal with it, who may be still dealing with it uh, as they listen. Right. That's right. And like, uh, like the charts, it's like we can sense January is coming, 
like for the charts, that's the cold weather, you know, depth. Of yeah. Winter. And we yeah. know, you know, the drop day duels are going to go, you know, sinking down like Tesla stock. Uh, yeah, they go to it. I, yeah. It was tough. I mean, there's not even matchups now. I was lamenting how okay. they got to try to disperse the, the albums more evenly throughout the year. Yeah. I'd be yeah. like, be like if one week in the NFL, there just was no games. Like, what? What's going on here? We're, you know, like people want it. Right. There's just like a, a like a month of, um, you know, like minor leagues, minor league teams suddenly just start playing. Yeah. You know, that's actually kind of how college football is. It's like there's real games like September, October, November, and then December. It's just nothing until yeah. like the very end of the month. There's like two good games. That's true. <laughs> that is true. They take like three and a half weeks off like every college team. Right, because you're getting ready for the bowl games. Such a bad uh, term. <laughs> it's awful. It's a bad setup, but both of those, yeah, charts and uh, NCA, they got to work on it. Got to work on it. All right, shall we get it's into the a- music charts? Oh, let's do it. Hell yeah. I'm going to shout this one out to phones. Nice. Phones. What we do? Then we couldn't do their charts. What you do with your phone? We'll make podcasts <laughs> from our home. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I don't know if that came over Zoom. I could only hear like every other word. Uh, oh. I hope that the the Zoom recording came out. I, honestly, I wouldn't even be nope. mad if it came out what I heard because that was just really funny. Well, uh, thanks, and uh, it sounds good over here. I actually could hear that better than on our usual uh, setup. Oh, that's crazy. That's- it's just like, I guess, being on stage and having a monitor. I just have, like, yeah, it's not me coming out of the monitor, but it's like, it's not going into headphones either. Well, do can you summarize the lyrics for me, or are they already forgotten? Yeah, yeah. I said, uh, the phone. phone. And then I wanted to go, phones. Without them, what would we do? But then it was yeah. like, phones. What would we do with that, without them? <laughs> we wouldn't be able to do the charts. It was, it was, um. Phones. Like, uh, we can chart from home. Yeah. And yeah, we make charts from home. But it didn't all rhyme, but then it came together at the end. Got it. Yeah. Well, I heard of the it's, energy. Um, oh, great. I'm glad because it's, um, it's been like Seattle weather down here. It's just rainy and gloomy. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be like this for like a week. I mean, it's just uh, nothing to do but stay inside and yeah. vent that angst through music and recording. Exactly. That's exactly right. And, uh, and movies, if you're lucky to find a good one. Yeah. So, watching movies. So, uh, let's get into the, uh, top fi- top five in the USA from Spotify. All right, let's do it. <clears throat> All right. So we are, we're still kind of in the Christmas season. So coming in at number five, number five, 
This is Bobby Helms, Jingle Bell Rock. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. Jingle Bells swing and Jingle Bells ring. Snowing and blowing. We all know that. If you were in that session with Bobby Helms, would you be like, you know what? Next 75 years straight, nobody's going to top this. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of a lazy little ditty, you know? Right. I don't know that guitar part, though, is deceptively hard. Yeah, it's like, kind of donkey. It yeah. sounds hokey and, and, like, nice and wholesome, but to play that, I bet that's a pretty... Difficult. It's like a Jack White kind of like, like wrestling with it, <laughs> right? Or um, or a Chet Atkins kind of thing. Chet Atkins, Chuck Berry, right? Um, what did did Wonderful. Helms have what other? Did did Helms have other? Bobby Helms have other hits? Not that I know of. He yeah. sounds like one of those guys. That, that's the hit. Yeah, well, he knocked it out of the park. He did. You know what? I'm making believe that you're uh, AI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like a, a, a smart um, um, Siri, like the male Siri on your phone. Yeah, I'm just like saying things and then it's like <laughs> takes and then it comes up with a response and sounds like you. <laughs> yeah. Robert Lee Helms was an American country singer who is best remembered for Jingle Bell Rock. Oh, additionally, right he, had, he had two other hit records from that same year, Fraulein and My Special Angel. Whoa, okay. Uh, yeah, Fraulein. Country. What, what year was it? That would have been 1957. Okay. Yeah. Maybe he was in the service. Those are kind of like, uh, back in those days, you'd have a guy who was in the service and then he writes a song about a German girl. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you, speaking of 1957, um, do you know the artist Mose Allison? Uh, it's one of those, it's a blues guitarist, right? It's kind of like a, like blues, but sort of real laid back, sort of a jazzy blues singer from the fifties. But I just like, for some reason, he kept coming up over and over again in my family over the holidays. And like, I didn't really? realize, I didn't realize like my mom was like a massive fan. And I was like, really? oh, I, I don't really know. It's sort of like beatnik sounding, you know, does, like. Does it have hits? Yeah. Like for the time he had hits, like, I don't worry about a thing. That's one. Um, he had like this one big record that uh, everyone had back then. Uh, called the seventh song, I think. Or don't the, you worry. Don't you worry about a thing, Pat. Uh, That's Stevie Wonder. Yeah, this is the seventh son. Oh, he's real jazz. It's just sort of smooth, like beatnik jazz, and then his voice is very like. You could almost hear how he would influence Bob Dylan or some someone like that later. Okay. Wait, where? I'm the one, the one they call the seventh son. 
I can tell your future it will come to pass. I can do things for you, you know make I mean? your heart feel glad. Look in the I get it. Yeah. He's like the link between uh yeah, that earlier 50s stuff and then the later 50s stuff. Yeah, kind of swinging. He starts swinging more. It's a little bit more loose, trippy. Yeah, it sounds like on the road, like people are starting to smoke grass and be weirdos. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> um, all right, coming in at number four, back to today's charts. Number four. This is Metro Boomin, The Weekend, and 21 Savage with Creepin'. The song sounds like scary to me. Nothing redeeming about it. It sounds like a Jordan Peele trailer. <laughs> <laughs> you know? There they're like. Disconcerting and confuse you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems like some huge dark twist is coming. Yeah. No wonder these kids are all on pills. Like the music is just like scaring the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we're, we're, here's how the world really works, and it's just like all fucked up. And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Funhouse mirrors everywhere. Yeah. I'll bet, you know, when kids look back, they'll go, you know, it was 2020 or in 2019, mm -hmm. I was doing Percocet. I was watching yeah. Jordan Peele movies. My <laughs> head was all fucked up. I mean. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah. when I look at some of the 80s stuff like I grew up with, I'm like, that's what yeah. you're showing me? No wonder I'm all messed up. Yeah. It was like, women are sex objects. On Halloween, you can stab them if you want. <laughs> yeah. Terrible messages. You got Elvira, like, like seducing me when I'm, like, five years old. Yeah, you're like, okay, I'm supposed to fuck dead people, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the arcade games are literally impossible. So they're just full-on, like, scams. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh, when I was a kid, you had me fooled into thinking, like, if I was just skilled enough, I could beat this thing. Right. It, yeah. And then and you had, like, like, a drug addict. You had to, like, physically get money to put in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it wasn't even. <laughs> right. You had to keep coming back. <laughs> from, you had to keep reloading, coming back for another hit. You have like dirty, filthy quarters. Like you, you had to physically come up with the money and then physically go to the game. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you got in the game, even the game is like, Hey, you got 60 seconds to get me my money or else like, yeah, you're back. In yeah. The line. Oh, and then how about when the big kids would stack the quarters on it? You're like, Oh fuck. I forgot to stack quarters on my own game. Right, that was like the, the pro move. Yeah. I never could believe like some of the kids, their parents would give them like a full on, like $20 worth of coins. Yeah. It's like, what? I only ever got like spare change. If that. I get to get a five. We went on like a trip. Like, you know, I was, you know, on visitation. <laughs> so like yeah. at the arcade, I would get loaded up. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's but then, you know, it. I had a lot of me time growing up, but <laughs> I remember that uh, 
those video games, like the asteroids and those, those are the first times I remember having the clench. Like, because I would just really? like, I would be so intent on, you know what I mean? And then while I was like, I had the joystick in my right hand and I'm just like geeking out with the clench. Oh, damn. Might be, might have to sue, uh, Konami or uh, Midway, one of these <laughs> yeah. video games. <laughs> Where was the clench in those days? In your hands? No, it's like the clench is like it's it really emanates from like the left neck area, like the clavicle and the neck oh, and okay. the ear and all that. Oh, interesting. It's like I'm using my right shoulder with the joystick. And then, yeah. you know, with pinball, you get both hands on it. It's more even. It's more symmetry. But yeah, then with video games, I got, a, I got a lawsuit here for a whole generation. All of Gen I X. I think you do. Class action. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's big stuff. It is big. I'm going to write the, this down. The original clench. We just, we just unlocked a, a serious memory there. Yeah, it was me trying to impress my dad with my skills on breakout. Did, did you know breakout? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I was good at breakout. We'd play that, and, uh, you know, that was like, that was my chance to, to impress him athletically. <laughs> right. <laughs> in, in his mind, he's just looking at these lines in a pixel. You know, flying. Yeah, around. in his mind, he's looking at his kid like so geeking out on breakout yeah. that he's like twisting his neck. Probably on demo mode. You know, like yeah, you always like, I didn't even kids. have a quarter to put in there. Right, I'm just you're convinced you're playing it. Yeah, sadly <laughs> wish playing it. I always feel like parents like. They can't see the game. Like, it's almost like, you know, when they say, like, if you gave a starburst to, like, a medieval peasant, how they would just die? Like, Oh, yeah, they can't like, handle it. Or, like, they th maybe wouldn't even taste anything because they just have no frame of reference. Right, right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's when like, they saw when the like, boats coming. Yeah, yeah. When the, when the natives saw the boats coming, they didn't even know what it was. It was just like, right. you know what I mean? Don't yeah. even really take notice of it. <clears throat> so it's like, I remember when my dad, I would be thinking like a video game was super impressive and try to show it to him. And it's just like, it, it like didn't register to him even like he right. couldn't, he couldn't see it almost. Yeah. Like bands are <laughs> the same way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Did he like this new Kiss album? What's wrong with him? Yeah, I remember when with first, like heavy metal was first sort of at least eminent, like arising in my family and like with my brother and I. And like, I just remember like my mom or you know, my mom was even pretty like with it with music, but it would just be like, oh, it just sounds like static to me. Like, <laughs> I can't even hear it. It's like noise. And then this would be like, you know, one of the most melodic Metallica songs or something. Right. Yeah, it's just like... But who's Megadeth, I get it. Yeah, that's too... Or else you wouldn't like it. If, if they, you know what I mean? It wouldn't be no. doing what it needs to do for you if, if, if they were able to like it. That's exactly right. Yeah, it needs to be pushing against something, like pushing a yeah. hot button. Even, uh, 
even now with the way the um the bass, the kick drums distort the speaker. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's, it's I'm old enough where I'm going, what are they time. doing? You can't just act like that sounds good. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I know. Like you're specifically breaking a rule. It's like giving me hives to hear that. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, <laughs> I've lived through a million genres. I've lived through noisy art rock. I've heard tons of oestrogen, noibot, and steel pole bathtub. Yeah. Sounds like you got a broken speaker. I love that. Yeah. What are you doing? You can't do that. You just, <laughs> it's like, dude, I saw, I was out um, <clears throat> today in San Jose and we saw a young girl, like, you know, maybe 20 something. And she looked pretty like done up. Like she had, she had like a youthful style going on, but she just had one roller in her hair. Like, uh, like, really? like gram grandma style roller, but it was just like on her forehead, almost like on the top of her head, uh, just rolled up. And it was so confusing just being like, is this a new Gen Z thing? Or it sounds know, like a North. That seems like a real NorCal thing. <laughs> I've never seen it before in my life. It was so like could be new in the day. Like, yeah, totally. Weird <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's weird. It sounds like Whoville, like the Grinch, like one of those <laughs> Grinch people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. If you know anything about it, write us at, at whocharted at gmail.com. Right on. It also sounds like like a mama's and papa song, like I saw a girl in San Jose with yes. a curler in my hair. Yeah. Exactly. It's the free love, man. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, that's coming, crazy, in, man. coming in at number three. Number three. Drake and twenty one Savage with Rich Flex. One, ding, do your thing for me, 21. <laughs> My nephews know all those memes. It's been funny to, to joke with them about that. Yeah, all the Drake 21 Savage memes. Right on. They tell, them, uh, tell the chartists about the meat ride in my style deal. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, I go... I was uh, kind of admiring my nephew's, like, his cargo uh, jeans, or no, cargo pants. Because mm -hmm. they were, like, kind of like what I grew up wearing, but then, you know, they always have it, like, a little different. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, hey, those are pretty cool. Like, you know, where do you get them? And then we're talking about them. And then his mom goes, um, my sister, she goes, oh, you know, I, oh, I should get your brother some of those. You know, those are nice. I'll get your brother some. And he goes, he goes, no, mom, I don't need Chase meat riding my style. <laughs> he said he's, meat al he's always meat riding. And the way he said it, too, he's always meat riding me. Yeah. <laughs> Not even dick riding. Meat right. Yeah, meat right. <laughs> <laughs> Give me uh, some space for Chase's meat right. <laughs> yeah, just the fact that he's talking to his mom that way just cracks me up. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you think you're implying to your mother? Like, meat, right? <laughs> meat. <laughs> uh, it's good stuff. They always come out with new phrases that just shock and delight. That's the best. It's, 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 it's wild that, uh, that um, just the names of things just don't stay the same. Like, new generations come up and they just got to say it different. They have to like, say it why, a little different. Yeah. Does it come from? Right. Like I, you, I really was convinced naively as like a, as a young buck, as a teenager that, you know, we had reached some of the coolest phrases, you know, we would ever come yeah. out with. And like, you couldn't yeah, just really even saying cool. Them. Yeah. Even saying cool, like how they say like swag or whatever they say. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or even just, um, yeah, I don't know how they say no cap, you know? Yeah, no cap. Like, what does that even just... mean? I, I've never <laughs> even looked that one up. What, where did that derive from? Like, oh, no I don't know. Cap. I just know it means, like, lie. Like, no lie. Like, I'm telling the truth. Like, right. Yeah. I just know that they, uh, I was a kid going to Hebrew school. I couldn't get in the sanctuary that way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no cap. <laughs> had to wear the little hat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the yarmulke. Yeah. No cap, bro. I went, Low key. went in the sanctuary today with nothing on my head. No cap. <laughs> the sanctuary. That's so good. <clears throat> All right. Coming in at number two. Number two. Brenda Lee rocking around the Christmas tree. And we're back into the old stuff. Amazing. Yeah, we're still... <laughs> I like this. It just, that's the same guitarist from Bobby Holmes' <laughs> Yeah. It's that that kind of rockabilly guitar is really cool. Like that all. Yeah. That always what has if it a was cool just flavor to me. Always one guy with a reverb on his F hole, like just playing real close to the body, you know, like on the <laughs> 17th fret. Yeah, that's funny, yeah. One signature dude on every song. Yeah. <laughs> They're all doing uh like Scotty Moore, I guess. Yeah, Scotty Moore. Hey, but um it's really cool that there could be a chart like this because you know, back in the days of Payola and SoundScan and or you know, before SoundScan and all that, mm-hmm. it would just there would just be no way that that they could try to accurately say like, oh yeah, it was rocking around the Christmas tree and Drake and 21 Savage and then yeah. 21 Savage and then Brenda Lee. Like that's true. Very cool that it's accurate. If that is accurate, but it's cool to have a mix. Yeah. I mean, it's gotta be, I mean, I don't think like a, an inaccurate thing could come up with a list like this. Like it's gotta be, this is, this is like raw data speaking. Yeah, you know yeah, this is something. All right, probably Come, coming in at number one. <laughs> number one, SZA with Kill Bill. Yeah. 
this is the first time I'm hearing this one. Yes, actually, like, it's all messed up and druggy, but it's also kind of triumphant. It's, like, kind of upbeat. It's, like, upbeat and kind of poppy, but then she's talking about killing her ex. Yeah. She's, like, reminds me of, like, Macy Gray. Like, she's, like, she's on something, but she's, like, honest (laughs) about it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's like you're not feeling necessarily threatened by her, but you know she's on something. Unstable. She's on something. She's not super trying to hide it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Macy Gray like get in trouble a few years back, or she said something? Yeah. Yeah, I think there was drugs. I think it was drugs, right? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I thought maybe she said maybe something not. that maybe got her in trouble. Did. I don't know. I don't know. She was like. um you know, her and old dirty bastard, like, but you know, old dirty bastard didn't make it RIP, but it just kind of had that vibe of just like, yeah, <laughs> I'll only show up to the session if like you get me, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> old dirty bastard is like that, like, you know, on steroids. Yeah. I heard a story, maybe you heard it too. It was where, um, he was on, um, you know that Mariah Carey song he's on? You know, me and Mariah oh, go yeah. back like, yeah. Yeah. So um, what a he showed up super late to that session. Uh-huh. And then um, he said that one line. He just goes, me and Mariah go to sleep like babies in pacifiers. And then uh-huh. he like fell asleep and went to sleep for like three and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. And then he woke back up. And and he goes, okay, like, play me back what we have so far. <laughs> and it was just that, but then he would just piece the, the session together like that and go to sleep. In That's between. incredible. Yeah. <clears throat> That'd be nice to be him. That's like, um, yeah, what do they call it? Weaponized incompetence. It's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you just are so openly, you know you just say you can't do anything or just act so much oh, that, man. Way that everyone just does taking shots at me. Cause my computer broke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Come on. Like, Oh, I guess you're going to have to do it. Oh, I guess I, I just can't press one button today. That it's too bad. No, nah. <laughs> you just be on the phone. <laughs> All right. That's the chart. Uh, right on. That was actually an exciting and good chart. I guess it was our last uh, music chart of the year. So congratulations, 2022. Wow. You stayed compelling. And, well, how about it? There was two Drake entries. I mean, it's, it's like nothing's changed in 12 years of doing the show. Mm-hmm. But, um, hey, that's interesting. More, uh, I won't say more power to him, but congrats to Drake. And... Uh, We'll be right back with the movie chart. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. You know, because the laptop broke. Yeah. So I get these VR goggles. So I got them going. And it's just <laughs> oh, like, nice. <laughs> I'm sitting there watching YouTube, you know? Oh, cool. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm watching football highlights on YouTube and they're massive, like bigger than any big screen TV I ever had. Yeah. You sit there and then you go, oh, okay, this is, you know, that's enough highlights. And then you take off the goggles and you're like, oh, Jesus, like, where the fuck am I? I mean, it's like, <laughs> you go, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, so this weird. is my place? Oh, shit. Yeah. And then it's like, I can even, I can still hear cars going by outside and, you know, yeah. dogs bark and stuff. Yeah. But then you the thing often it's just like it's going from like being in like green screen like on a movie to just all of a sudden you're just back on the sound stage, you know? Right. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, okay. That's gonna it's be wild. you know, more and more our experience until yeah. I think at some point we just go, Hey, like I I don't wanna go back there. Like it's too upsetting. Yeah. 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 I mean it you know, I think so for sure. It's cool to be at the uh, cusp of it. Yeah, for sure. I I really, really believe we're right now, like even within the last like couple months from that, even that chat bot I showed you, that we are witnessing like the the beginning of the singularity where like they it, yeah. it catches up to us, you know, and then from here it's gonna like accelerate into just wild stuff. Will be looked at as the most irresponsible generation in the history of, of of organisms. Oh, for sure, yeah. We're just gonna like watch it just whiz by us, like we're to- <laughs> yeah. totally flat on our heels. Yeah, and <laughs> just, just like we're creating our our uh, you know replacements. Yeah, exactly. Just but just being like, oh, oh, cool, oh, whoa, yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool, man. And that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy stuff. All right. You want to get into this movie chart? Let's do it. All right. Movies. They're just like tweets. They release them constantly. Most of them we don't need to see. But when you get a good one, ooh-wee. Movies. Movies. And this is the 1979 movie chart I just coming through the phone it sounds like uh, like super old pop <laughs> yeah you're like listening to the radio it's almost like the old, you're in the 40s again yeah and it's just going dah, dah. Yeah. coming up next war, war of the worlds war of the worlds 
All right, coming in at number five. Number five. This is Babylon with Brad Pitt. What about you? Sorry? If you could go anywhere in the whole world, where would you go? I always want to be part of something bigger. I love that answer. Something that lasts, that means something. Something yes. more important than life. Yes. It's written in the stars. What is this? Just like old Hollywood? I think it's, uh, let's see. From Damien Chazelle, Babylon is an original epic set in 1920s Los Angeles, led by Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, and Diego Calva. Nice. Uh, that could be cool. Well, uh, maybe it'll be like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but right. decades early. That's just all he does now? Just various decades of Hollywood? Yeah. Or what's the one with, um, what's the um, Coen Brothers one with George Clooney takes place back in the day? I like those just because uh, right. I like when they, they show you how it really was because the, the movies, yeah. like the way people act in the movies is so fake. It's like fun to see like what they acted like in real life while they're making that super fake stuff. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I, I'm really fascinated by old Hollywood just and, and not even just the movie making, but just like LA in general. Yeah, in like, in like the 20s and 30s. It's like a really fascinating place. Like that's almost the LA I want to drive around in. Yeah. Um, when it's just, that's when it had a character, you know? Yeah, you're just like laying it all out and naming the streets and buying up farms and stuff. Right. And everything, I always think of um, like everything was one level. Like there's no two-story anything back then. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like all of LA is just this sprawled out, like very chill drive, you know, throughout like this hip. I don't know. It's like, it would and just like be a Pas- very different experience and look. And, and, yeah, vibe. and all the movie stars lived in Pasadena instead of Beverly Hills. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like downtown uh, was an actual downtown where you'd go and there's just theaters everywhere and they're super cool. Right. And the and the Beverly Center was like a like an um, amusement park, like it was just like a piece of land oh, yeah. that had rock stuff on it. Yeah, yeah, it's so crazy. Um, the video awesome. game L.A. Noir. I was like, I think it'd be a cool like if even if someone just did a story that was set in the uh, cable cars, like the cable cars going back and forth through Hollywood. Yeah, like it 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 would it would have such a different feel to it, you know. Yeah, totally. Different city. There are um, YouTubes now. Sometimes I'll just watch for a long time where it's just old real footage that some someone, thank God for them, just took with the nicest camera they could at that time, just took footage yeah. of driving around L.A. Like the whole yeah. drive. Nobody's talking. No one's acting. No one's doing anything. It's just slice of life around right. L.A. And then someone, speaking of AI, put it through like filters today that makes it look like it was filmed on an iPhone. Like it cleaned, they, cleaned, they cleaned it all up. It's not even necessarily in color, but some of it is. But they just cleaned up the frame rate and they smoothed it out in a way where it's just super high definition, but it's all totally mm. real. And there's a oh, series nice. of series of these videos on YouTube, and dude, like you will you will love it because. 
You just see I will, exactly I'll, you know, what it I'll was watch like. it in VR goggles. Oh man, yeah, definitely do that. You're you're gonna really immerse yourself. You won't believe it because it's like, you know, you can't help but just think of old days in term with that filter on it, like that weird old camera filter. Right. And it's like, and everybody's yeah, yeah, when you see it, it really, stuff. Yeah. yeah That's what I always look at it. and go, well, I mean, right there, I would have been like, I'm going to write rock. I'm going to invent rock and roll. Like who couldn't see it? Like right. who, who couldn't think of that? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. And then, but when you see them just standing around and moving normal, you realize like, Oh no, they were probably like smarter than me or like right. everyone was still like normal and at the top of their intelligence. It wasn't some like yeah. primitive world. Yeah. That's the crazy part because you always think that they were, everybody back then was just so dumb. Yeah. You'd be, you'd think like, I'm going to go back there and just smash it. I'm just going to go back right. there and just blow their minds. <laughs> yeah. And there's <laughs> all true. these people smarter than you. <laughs> for sure. I mean, even um, if you went, if you went back to the fifties right now, you would still yeah. be an idiot in almost every walk of life. Like you wouldn't know how to do electricity. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't it's know true. how to do, you know, engineering of anything. No. Yeah. And also you'd be shocked at how much life wouldn't be that different. Like the basic yeah. rhythms of American life, like getting in your car, yeah. going to your job, like there's big buildings that look the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's just you very just weird to think of. It's so weird to think of being back then and just not even being able as a human to even dream up what heavy metal sounded like. Like. Yeah. You go, wait, you, what do you, what happens you, when you turn on like 97.9? Like there's just no. Yeah, nothing. And if you had the guitar, it's the same guitar, the same instrument, and nobody had at all any inkling to just like chug on it like a like a metal guitarist, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like no yeah. one would even try that for like thirty years. Thirty years, and yeah. then like it's hip hop too. Look how long it took to just put drums yeah. and rock together. Exactly. Hip hop wasn't even supposed to be like a recorded form of music. They just thought of that as like a street game almost. Yeah. It was like at these parties in the park. Right. It was just a way of getting people to listen to the DJ. Like it was a way of hyping up the DJ. Right. Yeah. And also, and like to get a dance, like get, do break dancing on the street and stuff like that. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I was seeing, I saw some doc or something about that recently where it was like, oh yeah, we didn't, they didn't even think of it as something like you would ever record, you know, it's like a genre. Of yeah, like it was around for a few years before someone like did the weird move of like putting it on a record. Yeah, exactly. Like why would you capture that on a record? It's like a live thing. Right. The whole thing was like, it's a whole mixed performance. Like there'd be a break dancing, there'd be DJs, there'd be yeah. like, Rhyme, you know, rap battles. So exciting. I was there. I invented it. I was there for a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Coming in at number three. Uh, number three. This is Wakanda Forever. By who? <laughs> By Black Panther. 
that's still still on those nope. charts. You know, I watched uh, Die Hard the other night. Oh, yeah? And uh, it's got uh, Christmas and Hollis in the beginning. Yeah. You know, the Run DMC song? Run DMC, yeah. And it's like, I never really retained that information. Like, whenever I hear... Whenever I hear Christmas in Hollis, mm-hmm. I never think of Die Hard. I just always never. think of that song and that, you know. I mean, that's a big-ass movie to have that song, you know what I mean? Totally, yeah. Like, I'm I, never sure, even, I don't remember that being used in, this, in that movie. I didn't either, but it's like in the beginning when uh, I think there's like a bus pulling up to the Yakamoto or that... Uh, you know, uh, that skyscraper. Right. Yes, exactly. And it's just playing that. Which is just weird. Yeah. That is I, didn't, I, didn't, I was like, did I, is this like a weird DVD I have? It's like, it's on the DVD. <laughs> it's got to be real. Yeah, somebody recorded over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but that was like after that song's heyday, right? So it's just sort of like. And I don't know if, because like. Die Hard was 88, and that yeah. song was like maybe 87 at the earliest. Like, it might have been uh, yeah. pretty close. It might have been the same year. That's actually really interesting to think that that was sort of at the same time. Like, that was capturing yeah. a new song. I wouldn't think of it that way. Because yeah, also, like, Die Hard what came out in the summer. So yeah. it was like, if, if they filmed that movie earlier... You know what I mean? They might have uh-huh. filmed that movie like right around and uh, run DMC yeah. release that song or something. Oh man, speaking of that or that period of time in the eighties and, and what I grew up with that probably warped my brain was Pee Wee's Playhouse. I I was just watching with my nieces, like some old Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. Like, oh I forgot that, that was like eighty six. Like eighty six yeah. to nineteen ninety. And like, yeah. I don't know. I think of that as sort of timeless or like maybe early nineties. And was like, no, that's, that's like, it's like even earlier crazy, like surrealism that's just being injected into our brains. Whereas like as a kid, like no wonder, like we're so tolerant of everything. Like it was just like, I don't know. It's it a was, cool. It's a cool thing to be exposed to in a way, but it's just like yeah, anything. It was, it was very in uh, inclusive. You're like, yeah, like I just watched the Christmas he did a Christmas special yeah. and um it just had like it had like Cher, Charo, it had these yeah. three old ladies singing, like it just had every right. type of artist and, you know. Everybody. You'd have like Lil Richard Katie Lang. Little Richard just show up, Katie Lang, yeah, <laughs> Mr. T. <laughs> like like You'd have like drag queens just in there, like yeah, whatever. Like now, now it would read as such a uh, you know inclusive type of show. Back then, right. you're just like, oh, you know, sure. And then like Annette Funicello and Frankie Avalon show up. Yeah, just so like kitschy. Didn't Pee Wee start out in like the Groundlings? Yeah, he was just Absolutely. like a character, like a yeah. He just do that on stage. Yeah, that's so crazy. Mm-hmm. And Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, with Jerry Curls. Yeah. All right, coming in at number two. Number two. Puss in Boots. 
The Last Wish. We are gathered here today to say goodbye to Puss in Boots. <laughs> Puss in Boots. To Puss in Boots. Life. You need to retire. Oh. Brother Cats. The Puss in Boots. He's good. If you've never seen Evita. Shout out to Argentina. Just won the World Cup. But uh Oh yeah, shout out. The the, the Madonna and his Evita is is like it's really fun to watch like on both levels. Like some of the music's really great, but then also yeah. his accent is ridiculous and she's weird. It, it, it's <laughs> definitely worth re exploring. Yeah. I kinda you know, like I kinda liked that period of Madonna when she went like Spanish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Isla Bonita. Right. I don't know. Some, some for some reason those songs kind of like hit hit me. I don't know why. Maybe it's like yeah, a kid growing up. I think it's they, they seem like deep, and like it, mature. Like, I think it's because she really feels it. like she'll go bang Ronaldo in Portugal. Like she'll, she'll, <laughs> she's she's really living it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She seemed like she really was over there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just like she went to see uh, West Side Story and so she got like carried away with it. You know, like that, she actually. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, she got like, swept away. I just finished banging Dennis Rodman. I need something even crazier. I'm heading over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming in at number one. Number one. Avatar, The Way of Water. Do. Hell yeah. I, I, you know what? I'm on board. Like, I want to see this in the theaters. Nice. Especially with the trailer. It's like, dude, they've, they figured out like water. Just make it all in water and that'll be interesting. Like, yeah. Just go underwater. I mean, it is something like, like Top Gun Maverick draws you to the air. It draws right. you to the water. Right. Maverick sort of like reminded us, oh, yeah, like just being flying planes is exciting. Like, yeah, you know, baseline. This is just like base level, like being underwater is exciting. Yeah, I've got I'm writing a movie that takes place all in fire. The whole thing is. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds Easy tough to, to film. Oh yeah, I get some yeah. kid to do it. Kids to do it, <laughs> right? <laughs> Wait, do they have a yeah. camera yet that'll just withstand like being in the middle of flames? You think wow. they would have that? Yeah, you would think something by now, or some type of serious case they could put it in. But uh, right, yeah, weird, yeah, hot, weird hot stuff. Too hot I don't know. I, Cameron is good at just like, even if the story of Avatar doesn't speak to you, he just um, he just sells yeah, like, you on the theater factor of it, where you just feel yeah. like I gotta see this in the theaters. There's yeah, like Titanic. Like, that. like with right. Titanic, you're like a love story on Titanic. Oh, who cares? You know, just show right. me the boat sinking. But then, like, you wind up right. getting into it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
the new movie I did see was Glass Onion, the Knives Out mystery. Well, we and, didn't uh, uh, didn't make the chart, so we'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> So this one, yeah, this good. just came out, Knives Out. Uh, yeah. What happened with this one? It's um, What I liked about it was it's completely standalone, so you don't have to have seen the first one. Uh, okay. Even though I did see the first one. But uh, I kind of just like that format. It's fun to see just a pulpy, fun, whodunit kind of format again, you know. Yeah. This one and, is uh, different characters, right? Totally different characters. Janelle Monet is in it. Okay. Uh, Edward Norton. Um, okay. Pretty good cast. Uh, and it's pretty good. I won't say it's like amazing, but it's just kind of a fun time. So. Okay. Um, it's all on his, his island in Greece. So that's the kind of. Uh, oh, so it's kind of like, um, what's the one that they shoot at the resort on HBO Max? Oh, White Lotus? Yeah. It is a little bit White Lotus-y, maybe, but with, you know, just more of a murder mystery, you know, detective angle. Gotcha. <clears throat> all, yeah, those are murder mysteries, I guess. I, I don't know. I never saw White Lotus, but uh, maybe similar vacationing rich people vibe. That kind of thing, yeah. Like who yeah. Di- who's doing what to whoever type of deal. Right, yeah. It's like what, like playing Clue with your friends. Nice. Well, um, I'm, I'll, I'll go see that one. It's on Netflix, Redstream. Oh, okay, nice. Hit it up in your VR goggles. You got Netflix in there? Yeah, I could get Netflix on there. It's just nice. wild because um, whenever you do any long viewing beyond the YouTube clip, it's like you start to think, like, what is this thing doing on my spinal column? You know, it's just like I'm balancing this weight on my head, and yeah. I'm not even really thinking about it because I'm watching stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it could add to a lot of clench, so I, you know, I try yeah. to do it sparingly. Imagine looking back on that in even, like, 20 years you're going to be like, oh, my God, we lived through those days where you had to wear the big clunky, you know, yeah. helmet. You know, yeah. it's like it's like looking at the old computers of the 60s. It's yeah. Like, but, like, you have to walk I, up I the was stairs. willing to put this thing on my head. They didn't just have a chip <laughs> I could stick on the right. side of my table. Right. Look what I put up with. Jesus. Yeah. It's like the old cameras with the magnesium like explosion. Yeah, like who cares? You paint a picture it's <laughs> Right. <laughs> All right. But, Should uh, we take a break? Yeah. We'll be right back with the hot picks. The hot picks. The hot picks. The third chart is the hot picks and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who brought a hot pick and let's see who did not. The hot picks. The hot picks. These are the hot picks. We'll see if we did better than Spotify again this week for the 52nd time in a row this year. I bet we have. (laughs) Batting a thousand. All right, coming in at number five. 
Number five. I got all right. Here's here's my first pick. This is the Go Team and Nitty Love Scott. Love Go Team. Yeah, with Whammy O. It's a different grind of a different kind. I never met a magnet that changes mind. Read between the times and decide the crime. I'm a real rich bitch, three dollar six dime. Uh, and I think I'm having premonitions. Red level hot, pink seeing triple vision. Burn is on, they know I run hot. Fire beams, what's a breeze to a sun? Nice. What a uh, yeah, fun. They have their own uh, like musical area that they're in. Totally. Yeah, that's sort it's of like, hyper hip hop. It's hyper and it's old school. It's sampled like Fat Boy Slim, but then there's yeah. like something else going on. It's like Scholastic or something. Right. I right. I saw them live at uh, the El Rey. Oh, really? Yeah, back in the day, it was great. El Rey back in the day. Exciting sound. Nice. <clears throat> um, all right, coming in at number four. Number four. This is your pick. This is is this cringe cunch or not? This is Luke Bryan with Country On. This one, um I'll let the listeners decide. It's just I'm I'm always amazed at how they can just always write another country song that's good. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, um, I, I, I'm telling you, it would not be that easy to just come up with one, but then here's another one they got, like this one. Yeah. All right, here we go. Dropping that plow, bailing that hay, feeding them cows from the roost to crow till another long day is gone. Country on. <laughs> hey, big rig, keep clocking in miles, pulling that horn, making us smile, rolling that load down the road all night long. Country on. Hey, cowboy, keep slinging that rope, eating that dirt. Break a leg, rodeo, but just don't break no bones. Country on. Hey, wow, country on. Country on. That's Keep hilarious. on being country, country on. That could be an escape tune right there. Yeah, it could. It if you could. Go, and then it's go. just like little touches. He goes, hey, big rig. He calls him big rig. Hey, big rig. <laughs> like the right. guy driving the truck. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, with the... With the Cowboys, like, hey, you know, do what you got to do. Just don't break no bones. Like, yeah, you could exactly. hear, like, somebody giving that a country on. But, uh, yeah, if, if, if I put a gun to your head and said, write a great country song, you'd be lucky to come up with that. Yeah, totally. Um, they always find it makes it all immediate. Like, um, yeah, it's like, it's like it, it makes it like sound crucial. Like I got to keep being country today. Like the country needs me to keep being country. <laughs> right. Yeah. And also to just use the word country in a new way. Like, like, yeah, like a verb, like a verb. Yeah. Country on. He's yeah. saying like, yeah, keep it going. But, uh, yeah. Oh, speaking of escape tunes, uh, we had a great escape video last week on Two Charted. And um, if you're not a member, 
oh boy, it's a good time to sign up because uh, oh, really good. That, that was a good two charted. I had I had a, a a series of escape videos. I had to you know find my way out. Yeah, it was, it was actually three in one, three escape videos yeah. tied to a big event, and uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Good thing we did it when we did right before my laptop broke. We wouldn't been able to do it this week. So that's right. Yeah, that's true. But uh, whochartedpod.com if you want to sign up, uh, support the show, and get access to all the two charteds, um, especially that last one. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Definitely get on there. All right. Coming in at number three. Number three. This is an ice cold pick that I heard this week. Um, there's not much else to say about it except that it's a Christmas song, apparently. From this year, and it's called Uh-oh. California Christmas, and it's by the band Switchfoot. Oh my God! This wow. is just and and think about in your, in your head what Switchfoot sounds like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wouldn't you think they sound like Raven's Craft or whatever that band was? Raven Age. Yeah, they sound like it would be like a metally kind of band. Switchfoot. Right. All okay. right. So Raven's Age. Listen the to this. Yeah. Welcome to my California Christmas. Like, first What is this? Oh my god. They're doing like Beach Boys. Which foot? That's <laughs> Switch Foot. Yeah, but they're doing like bad local mall type stuff. Yeah, so strange. So strange. That took me out of the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm giving my presents back. I had to li- I had to let Christmas come and go before I played that. Um, let Santa yeah, in. Yeah. Yeah, that's a deal breaker. Uh, one of my friends, by the way, um, his uh, kid, he told me that his kid tried to set a trap for Santa. Like, didn't just leave, a, like, cookies and milk out. Really? Yeah, he, he tried to set a trap. <laughs> I just they, love that. Dig a hole with spikes or something? Yeah, I, I bet he put, like, like cookies in a, um, you know, like a rabbit rope, like a rope net or whatever. That's hilarious. It's so good. Yeah. Might as well trap him. Trap him, then, yeah, get all the presents. Yeah. All right. Hey, let's trap Santa and make him watch. Oh, oh my yeah, God. there you go. You're you're already on top of it. Yeah, the kid is uh, twisted. <laughs> All right, coming in at number two. Number two. This is um oh this is your second pick. This is Brantley Gilbert and Blake Shelton with Heaven by Then. Yeah, and. Uh, this one's a little more cringy just because, uh, like, I don't know, the theme of it. It's not yeah. as, like, uh, the same as Country On, but it's just a little less, like, uh, happy about it, I guess, or something. <laughs> more religious? Uh, it's more like Red Stady, I don't know. Oh, okay. You'll hear it. Here it is. Number three is just oh a number. 
almost a common lyrical thing of just saying like I hope I'm dead if country's not popular yeah yeah I but like I think that, uh, on that I think that this guy though it seems more tragic just because he's facing all the technological <laughs> advances that will erase all that stuff for sure like <laughs> right. you know robot truck drivers and it's yeah. just like oh man it's like that's gonna be 20 27 okay I hope I'm dead by 2026 <laughs> right exactly <laughs> Don't show this guy and then he know, hit, chatbot GPT or whatever it's called. Yeah. Then he's also talking about like, if they're saying heaven doesn't exist, I don't want to live in a place that's saying that place don't exist. Oh yeah. So, it gets like really convoluted. Especially if you don't believe in heaven or hell, then you're like, yeah. this guy's hoping to go to an imaginary place. Because we're saying that the imaginary place doesn't exist, so he right. hopes he's in there. <laughs> it's, it's like the second why, like, verse, the other one he just got fun, too like, deep. Yeah, he got too deep, too, too, uh, you know, wound up on biker speed. But, yeah, like, exactly. the, the other song was just, like, country on, like, hey, big rig, just keep on driving, you know? Yeah. This one's, like, yeah, getting into one. his thoughts in the cab. It's a downer. Um, but yeah. you're right. They always come up with something new, like a new angle on the same ideas. There's like three or four same ideas thing. that they just come up with these phrases. Yeah. And they, yeah, they got some of the little details never heard before, you know? Yeah. And the other Pretty thing wild. too, with so much country is like the way the vocals are produced or something. It's hard to even put your finger on it. Like when that song first started, the guitar tone was like really nice. I was noticing. I was like, "Damn that right. that acoustic guitar just sounds like really well mic'd or something, or like you know, it just sounds like real." And then, but then something about when the vocals kick in, it's always like it sends like a chill down my spine. <laughs> it's like, it like they, it's just not good. They're all, yeah, it's like there's just something they do in like new country where the vocals are like way too loud or something, or there's something like brash okay, about them. Boom immediate. Like that. It's just like, yeah. it's always this kick in the gut. And then you remember like, Oh yeah. Ah, it's like new country. Damn. Like, uh, I see. Because like, if you heard a song like that, you might think like some cool vocalist is going to come on and be yeah. doing this cool scene. Yeah. And then it's just some dumbass who's like, well, I was driving down. <laughs> 10 right. But even if it was like, you know, Willie Nelson or, or like uh, other like classic country, it would just, there's just something that eases you into the vocals where right. it's especially with these, the male cringe country singers, it's like yeah. the way they blast in 
uh, is just hard. I think that's what takes people out. You know, right. it's like, you I, have to uh, sort of, you have to sort of duck the wave and then you get into some of the interesting stuff that you can appreciate. But right. uh, you got to learn. Yeah, it's like a bouncer way. at a club. You got to get past the bouncer. To get into <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> I think you've you've mastered how to how to get past that bouncer, where it's like, I, oh yeah, I, I yeah, you got to dig, cringe, crunch. Yeah, <laughs> get past the bouncer. <laughs> That's yeah. perfect. All right, coming in at number one. Number one. This is my sec- this is my third pick, I guess. Uh, this is Lil Sims, Little Sims with Gorilla. Sim Simma, who got the keys to my blood clot? Bimma, big time driller, monkey to gorilla. Who is this woman that I'm seeing in the mirror? Drink 42 and smoke cigar. Name one time where I didn't deliver. Silent figure, I was just on the ends dropping gems with my friends. I got a 3310 and a pack of blems. Then got the gold full black circle back again. Rapping when nothing progressive was happening. Ooh, pain tolerance couldn't break us. Pay homage if you respect. How we came up, cool, cool. Trying to get to the paper, hitting from Jamaica might do me a favor. True, true. Big simmer, dipping ten toes hey. in that ice cold river. Bang- That's cool, right? Thompson or something? Just get a weird accent. What was that? Yeah, she's British. Oh, yeah, British, yeah. British. Yeah, I like it. Um, definitely like Cockney, but you can understand it. I like right. it. And I like how like the flow of it keeps going like in a way where, um, yeah, yeah, you, you don't want to shut it off after a couple lines. Like she just keeps rolling yeah. over into the next line. You want to just like keep, mm-hmm. keep with it. Yeah, she started off with Sim Sima, who got the keys to my bimma, which is uh, Shaba right. ranks. Of course, yeah, classic, classic opening line. Made me want to get a BMW for a couple months. Yeah, <laughs> right. The Beamer. A Bimma. Bimma. Um, right on. Good picks this week. Good picks. Nice yeah. stuff. Great way to top off the year. For sure. Um, we'll be coming up with more year-enders on two charters. I want to thank everybody. This was a great year for, um, you know, super thankful that the show is back being free again. And uh, we got the whole new setup. So thankful for everybody who's been around for a long time. New people jumping in. Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, Super big year for the charts. No way around it. We went independent and uh, we're just feeling energized by the show. And um, getting new guests in here and, and just like we're in charge of our own destiny and it feels great. And uh, it's only, great. only possible with the support of the uh, new entries, the heat seekers and the chart toppers over on whochartedpod.com. Uh, thank you so much for making the move with us. And now we're, we're, all, we're all a team. We're all a team together. We're not holed up behind a dirty paywall. Yeah, no more middleman over there. And, uh, you know, super encouraging to hear all the, you know, how long a lot of you have been involved and listening. So thank you so much for that. And um, 
Our little boy or girl gets bit bar mitzvah next year. 13 oh, years. So, uh, yeah, thanks for making it to 12. And uh, listen to all the other stuff, I guess. And we will see you right here next week, mm-hmm. next year on Who Started. Started.